Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue with our Pirkei Avot. We're beginning chapter two and uh, we're entering with uh, Mishnah number one of chapter two in which it says, Rabbi says, which one of the proper paths should a person choose for himself? Whatever path is a credit to himself and earns him esteem of fellow men. Be as scrupulous in performing a minor mitzvah as in a major one, for you do not know the reward given for the respective mitzvot. Calculate the cost of mitzvahs against the, its reward and the reward of a sin against its cost. And then it finishes by saying, consider three things and you will not come into the grip of sin. Know what is above you, a watchful eye, an attentive ear, and all your deeds are recorded in the book. So, Rabbi, Rabbi uh, or known also as, as Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, or Rebbe, Rebbe, who, which was called uh, with, um, it was a, a name that was given to him with love, was actually uh, the, the rabbi that edited and um, organized the entire Mishnah. And today we learn all the Alaha because of him. And uh, Yehuda Hanasi is indeed the rabbi of Judaism because he, he was the one that gave us uh, so much uh, clarity in understanding so, so much of the Mishnah. So here he begins by saying, which one of the proper paths should a person choose for himself? What is he saying here? And what he's saying is that life is not a one size fits all. It's not so easy. It's like when we go to a store and we have to buy a dress, there's size zero, two, four, six, and sometimes a person that is a size six will have to take one inch in here, one inch in there. It, 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 even the size six is not perfect for that person. So this is what he's telling us, that, the, that life is not a one size fits all. And uh, the Torah has 70 different faces, 70 different interpretations, which are not uh, contradictory one towards the other, but on the other hand, they're com complementary to each other. And the law is the law, Allaha is Allaha, it's one law for everybody. But at the same time, there are variations of the law, which within the framework of Allaha, we see that some people can be more lenient in one thing, more less lenient in others. For example, Ashkenazi Jews, uh, Hasidic Jews don't eat uh, Gebrox on Pesach. We don't eat anything that is, gets wet with the matzah. Like we don't eat matzah meal. And, uh, but uh, the Ashkenaz regular Jew will eat matzah meal. And Sephardic Jews will eat rice and corn. But Jews from other places would never eat rice and corn. So for us, rice and corn would be considered a kidneyot, like we can't eat it. For them, it's, it's perfectly fine to eat it. It all depends where they came from, where they grew up. And some things that are good for some are not good for others. And it doesn't mean that they're going against the law, but for us it would be to, be to be going against the law. Also in other ways to see it is that every mind is a different mind. Not everybody can learn in the same way. So for a person that is all mind, to learn the whole eh, Gemara from head to toe is not an issue. But if a person is not so much mind but more heart, maybe for him it's a little harder to learn the Gemara and sit all day in a yeshiva learning. Maybe this person that is all heart is more eh, uh, fit 
to go out into the world and help other Jews come closer to Torah, like, uh, like rabbis that are in Kiruv, that are uh, working with other people to help them grow in their Torah and in their mitzvot. So not everybody's uh, the same fit, not everybody's cut the same way. And what we have to understand is that every person has to serve Hashem with his, with his utmost love and gratitude in the way in which is best for him. And whatever path is accredited to himself and earns him the esteem of fellow man, what this means is that the desirable path in life is one which will only give respect, you will get respect by others, but more importantly, you will be able to respect yourself. So when a person is living in a way in which he cannot feel good about himself, then he's not living in a good way. If you wake up in the morning and you feel you're not, a, you're not a, a good person, then you know what? Become a good person. Start doing good things. But we have to bring this dignity to ourselves first and then be worried about how other people perceive us. So Talmud tells of Elazar ben Doradia, and he was a, an immoral person. He was degenerate. He lived a horrible life. And one day he realized, he recognized that he was in the, in the wrong path and he became heartbroken and he died weeping. He died weeping and asking God for forgiveness. And in this way, and he recognized that the only one that could give him this forgiveness was Hashem. And in this way, he was able to be accepted by God. So good guide to behavior is very important. We have to know that we have to behave in a righteous way. And a good question to ask ourselves in this month of Elul, in which we are doing Teshuvah and we're returning and we're coming closer to God, is ask ourselves, am I proud of who I am? Am I, am I a proud person? Do, do I feel I am worthy in this world? Do I feel that I'm being able to fulfill the purpose for which I was created? And this is a very profound question that we should all be asking ourselves. And also another question that is important to ask is, who do we represent? Everybody represents something. The people that are wearing tattoos all over their, their bodies, they're representing something. So the question is, who do rep you represent? What do you rep represent? And if you are in this world, it's because Hashem put you in this world to represent Him. All of us are here to represent Him and to be His ambassadors. So be as scrupulous in performing a minor mitzvah as in a major one for you do not know the reward given for the respective mitzvot. So what it's saying here is, what we would think it's a big mitzvah or a minor mitzvah, we don't know. We don't know in Hashem's eyes what, what is big and what is small. This world is very, how would you say, like backwards, upside down. And, and it's a world where we think that things are one thing and in reality they're another thing. We don't see the whole scope of, of the world, of, of, of reality. We can't, we're very limited. So we might think that there are greater mitzvot than others, but in reality, for Hashem, they're all the same. For Hashem, they're, they're as important, it's as important for Him that you keep Shabbat, that you honor your parents, or that you believe in one God, or that you don't kill, or that you don't steal. For him, they are just as important. And the Hasidic masters emphasize the concept of Nahat Ruah Lehakadosh Baruchu. That when we do mitzvot, we give God pleasure. And Hashem wants to bestow His blessings on us. 
But we need merits, and Hashem conducts the world according to a system of justice, mida keneged mida, which is measure by measure, or some people call it karma, or what goes around comes around. This is the system of the world. So when we do a mitzvah, we create the vessel in which the blessing can come. So Hashem is all goodness. Everything that comes from Him is goodness. The world was created with goodness. And He wants to bestow this goodness on us. But in, 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 so he can, in reality, so He can give it to us, we have to create a vessel in which this kindness, this goodness can come into. And how can we create that? By doing mitzvot. Mitzvot are the tool that He gives us in order for us to be able to create the vessel in which the blessing can come to us. So our motivation shouldn't be the reward, but rather to give Hashem pleasure and, uh, and, and, the, and, and a reason for Him to be bountiful, because this is why He created the world. He wanted to give it to us. He wants to give the kindness to us. And He created a whole system so He can give us goodness. So the reward of a mitzvah, in reality, in this world, is another mitzvah. The reward of a mitzvah, in reality, is in the world to come. So whatever reward we're going to receive from a mitzvah, it's for us in the world to come. But the reward of a mitzvah in this world is the mitzvah itself. And uh, the, there's a story told by Rabbi Tversky of a young man that lived in the times of the of, of uh, Tzadiste Russia in Kiev, and he was um, very ambitious man and uh, it was a very anti-Semitic time and he wanted to be very rich so he decided that he could not achieve that success if he was gonna be living as a Jew and he they denied his Judaism and one day he learned he heard from uh, from other people that there was a guy that had they drowned in a river and they had pulled him out and they knew he was Jewish because he was wearing his talit katan and because of this they called the Jewish uh, the Jewish rabbi and he was able to perform a Jewish Orthodox burial for this person and this guy became very uh, very touched by what he heard and he realized that if he was gonna deny his Judaism one day he's gonna die and nobody's gonna know he's Jewish and he's gonna be end up buried in a non-Jewish cemetery and this affected him very much so he decided to wear a talit katan underneath his clothes this is the tzitzit as we know today because nobody could know he was wearing a tzitzit and nobody could see them but he was wearing a, a talit katan so this mitzvah that he did because he wanted one day, God forbid, that he should die and nobody should know that he was Jewish, that when they found him, they would know he was a Jewish man and he would be buried in a Jewish cemetery. And because he did this mitzvah, then he became, he started taking care of Shabbat and he started taking care of what he ate. And at the end of the day, he became a whole Balshuba uh, uh, and he lived a Jewish life and a, he was a very prosperous man. Consider three things and you will not come into the grip of sin. Know what is above you, a watchful eye, an attentive ear, and all your deeds are recorded in a book. So Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, what he's telling us here is that nothing, nothing that we do, Hashem doesn't see or hear or record. Everything is recorded. Every minor detail of your life is recorded and there's a beautiful story of the wife of uh, the Chofetz Haim, Hannah and she used to go 
and uh, collect money for brides. And one day, she used to collect with a friend. One day they went to collect money to the house of a very rich man. And when they came, the, the man was leaving and he didn't see that they were coming and they started running after the carriage, but they couldn't stop him. When, they, when the man left, the, the, Hannah told her friend, you know what? Uh, we're getting older, we're not young anymore. One day we're gonna pass away. And you know what? Whichever one of us passes away, let's make a pact that the one that passes away first comes to the other and tells her how it is up there. So it happened to be that the friend passed away. And a few months later, she came to her in a dream and she said, I, they gave me permission to come and tell you something. She said, so tell me, how is it up there? So she said to her, you remember that day that we went to ask money to, for this rich man, for the brides, and when we got to his house, he was living in a carriage and we ran after his carriage and we ran and ran after him and you were screaming at him. She said, yes, I remember. He says, that is recorded up there. That was counted as a mitzvah for you. So every little thing we do that we would think is insignificant, that nobody's watching, everything is recorded. And everything good that we do, Hashem has it specially there. He doesn't waste it. It's there for us or for a child of us. That merit will never be wasted. Even running after a carriage for sedaka, even if we don't get the sedaka, that merit is, is there for you. So Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, what he was trying to teach us is to live in a proper way with Yirasha mind, with fear of heaven. And that fear of heaven is understanding that everything, everything is seen, everything is recorded and that we're not here alone and we don't live for ourselves. We should be living for others and for Hashem. And so with these ideas, I leave you today. I wish you a good, blessed week. And remember to live a little higher. Thank you.